This morning, I want to thank you for being here. Thank you for coming and being a part of the service. Uh, we look forward to New Year's Eve. As Brother Michael has already said, we have several speakers, several singers, uh, and just no better way to go out of the old year, 2021, and to enter the new year than with prayer, worship, and praise, music, and singing. So we hope you'll be here go from 7 o'clock to 8.30, New Year's Eve, this coming Friday night. Let me tell you where this sermon came from. I was looking at the piano the other day, and uh, there are 300 and I think 60 strings on that piano. That's a lot of strings. There's 30,000 cumulative weight that's pulled into that piano. And I got to thinking about those pedals on the piano. The right pedal is the sustain pedal. The left pedal is to quieten the, the piano. And I got to thinking, what if the player, whether it's Matt, Judy, whoever it is, would just hold the sustain pedal down and play. Let's see how it sounds. that sound in the back? <laughs> Just... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That don't sound good. And I thought to myself, what if we didn't use our sustain pedal as we live? Life becomes so mixed up, it just keeps right on, right on and right on. And that's the reason that we are filled with anxiety. And here we are, we don't take time to rest. And so I thought of the word sila. The word Selah, now it's pronounced different ways. In the UK, it's pronounced Selah. So I'm going to pronounce it Selah. I think the Westbrook's, the ancestry goes back to the UK, so I'll pronounce it Selah. The other way it's pronounced is Selah. Selah. And then there's a third way, Salah. Salah. But this word Selah is so very, very important. It is used 71 times in the book of Rome, in the book of uh, Psalms. It is used four times in Habakkuk. So this word Selah is used 74 times in the Bible. Now God just doesn't put it there just to be put there. It is important. Now I want you to read with me two verses of scripture that's found in the 46th chapter of the book of Psalms. Verse 10 says, Be still 
and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge, Selah. You can have all the council culture you want. They're not going to counsel God out. I saw this uh, big sign as you're going south on 85, as you get to Burlington. There's a big sign that says, you can't counsel hope. Let that, let that sink in. You can't counsel. There's things, you, no matter how hard they try, but it's important that we understand and that we not only understand, but that we live by this word, Selah. Introduction, look at it. Look at your notes. I hope you have your outline. If you don't, Brother Steve will make sure you have one. But like for everyone to follow along with it. It's, listen, it is so important. This message is so important. It just has blessed me. Don't let your life become like this. It's just a continuation. Now, I know Christmas, the Christmas season, that's, that's about how we feel. There's no, there's no stopping the notes from going and su sustaining that. But God wants us to take time, be still, and know that he is Lord. When reading the Psalms, you will come upon the word Selah. This is a holy quietness. This one writer says is spiritual tranquility. While there are different interpretations of the word, one interpretation of Selah is pause and reflect. Most scholars think Selah speaks of a pause to meditate on the words just spoken. The new year seems like the perfect time to pause and reflect. To reflect on God, rest and worship. To reflect on what has happened over the last year. To reflect on what God is not only doing, but what God is going to do in our lives. Be still. And we find that very hard today because we all, all of us, our society, our culture is busy. The quiet time bothers us. Blaise Pascal said this, all humanity's problems stem from man's inability to sit quietly in a room alone. We've got to have the television going, the radio going, we keep something plugged in our ears, the computers, everything. We've got to be running here and there doing all of this. But it's time, first of all, look at the number one. It's time a little bit for us to pause and reflect on 2021. As many have experienced loss and loneliness, it may feel like a strange year to be giving thanks, but we can truly say we have experienced the faithfulness of God. Would you say amen to that? 
all of us, no matter what we've been through, no matter what we have faced, and as you're listening online, no matter what has happened in your life, all of us can stop and say, truly, God has been faithful. And we know God's past faithfulness strengthens our present hope to believe in his future faithfulness. Amen? The Bible says in Psalms 30 and 5, I love this verse. Look at it. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. When the nights are long, the sorrow is unrelenting. You wonder if it's ever going to end. But Psalms 30 and 5 makes it clear that no matter what you're going through, it will end. And if we'll stay true to God, it will end in victory. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Sorrow and sickness will not have the last word. Amen? Look at verse 11. I love this verse. The Lord of hosts is with us. We can say that for the year of 2022 with faith in God. Listen to me. Let it sink in. Grasp God's word this morning. The Lord of hosts is with us. Amen? Now this chapter, I love the 46th chapter of Psalms. This chapter is broken up into three sections, segments. And each one, there's three selahs in this chapter. And each one, there's a selah at the end of each segment. Selah is a peace in the midst of chaos. I've never seen the time like I see it and like you see it in my life with the chaos, the confusion. Do you take the shot? Do you not take the shot? Council culture. Uh, we're dealing with that on Wednesday evening. It's good. We're living in a time in our society where there is confusion, fear, certainly and anxiety. Every week is a new chaos, some kind of virus. The media keeps everyone in constant state of drama. Amen? It's a good place. So the culture reacts quickly with anxiety and chaos ensues. It's on and on. Every morning, every day, every night when you turn your television on, the murder the crying, the chaos that's in America today. So the, so the, let me say it again. The culture reacts quickly with anxiety. They're trusting. Here's what's happening in our culture. They're, they're trusting in the wrong things. They have no solid hope. They find no place of security. They have no savior. Our, our culture, the people in our culture today, whether it's at work, whether it's at school, whether it's in Washington, wherever it is, there seems to be no compass to direct us. 
Look at the next statement. But the believer is to be salt of the earth and light of the world. I love this statement. Our presence in this world ought to make a difference. Grasp Philippians chapter 2 and verse 15. That you, Paul says, may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. Are we there? Yes. Among whom you shine as light in the world. That's what God wants us to be. He wants us to be the light, the salt. He wants us to make a difference. And no matter where it's at, we can make a difference. It is important. Again, they can't counsel hope. I love that one. They can't counsel hope. So we have, as we look back in the, at the year 2021, all of us could stand behind this pulpit and tell a story of things that have happened to us over the past year, what you've gone through. Uh, and then we uh, know that peace in our society today is very rare in a midst of chaos. But God says that you and I, amen, can have peace and security and rest. Now, Let's pause and reflect for just a moment. I want to read this chapter because, and I would encourage you, if you would, in your Bible study and reading this year, and we want you to read the Bible through. We provide uh, instructions on that. But as you're reading and studying this year, often, periodically, go back to this 46th chapter. Listen. Stay with me. Listen at it as I read it. God is our refuge and strength of every present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Say it with me. We will not. One more time. We will not fear. Even though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. Though its waters roar and be troubled. Though the mountains shake with its swelling sila. Pause. Calmly think of that. Reflect. There is a river whose streams shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. Amen. God's in the midst of this church. God's in the midst of what you want to do and your daily living. God is in the midst of her. The Bible says, uh, let me read that again. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her just at the break of dawn. Just when you felt like giving up, just when you felt like surrendering, God comes in at the break of dawn. The nations raged. The kingdoms were moved. Are we there? He uttered his voice, and the earth melted. The Lord of hosts, here it is again, is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. 
Think about it. What did he just say? How does it apply to my life? That's our sustaining power in this day and hour. That's will, that is what will sustain you throughout the year of 2022. We don't know what will happen in 2022. But you don't have to be afraid. Can you see, amen? Here we go again, the third section. Come, behold the works of the Lord who has made desolations in the earth. He makes war cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow, cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariot in fire. Be still and know that I am God. Listen to what God is saying to this congregation today. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations of his kingdom. There shall be no end. Try to counsel that out, folks. It won't happen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. Think about it. Pause and reflect. Let it nourish you. Let this be your time this coming year when you have the holy quietness when you have the spiritual tranquility wow if I keep on someone's going to go to sleep <laughs> you've been busy haven't you you're tired and the preacher is sort of but that's good that's nothing wrong with that God wants us to realize then we can stop and listen to what he is saying. So many voices, but God can speak to us. Notice we may pause and reflect on an unshakable confidence. As you read Psalms 46, 1 through 4, it's an unshakable confidence in God. That's where God's people are. When the world, when our culture is running to and fro and upset, having to take all kind of pills for tranquility, you and I can take the gospel pill for tranquility. It's important. Then we are in, when we're in God's presence, it's a reliable help. Not only is it a reliable help, it is a reliable stronghold. I would not want to face this coming year, knowing what we've been through this past year, without having Jesus Christ just to comfort and to know that he, my friend, is there. So we pause and reflect on an unshakable confidence. God's people are sure of him. They have trusted him for years and they trust him today. In contrast to the raging environment, there is a peaceful river, we just read about it, in God's sanctuary that produces life. Look at verse four again, I love it. There is a river whose streams shall make glad the city of God, 
the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. It's a peaceful river. It's a river that brings tranquility. So we pause to reflect on an unshakable confidence, and we pause to reflect on the assurance of God's presence. Notice verse 7. The Lord of hosts is with us. Pause. Reflect. Have your selah. Knowing that the Lord is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Oh, my friend, I'll tell you, there's nothing like having the assurance that God Almighty is watching over you. When you get bad news and the heart begins to, to flutter just a little bit and worry, anxiety tries to creep in and you realize God Almighty is our refuge. The very assurance of his presence. God is imminent. That is, he is near and close to us every moment of our lives. I can't say any, anything any better than, than, than God's word and this great chapter, Psalms 46 and the psalmist. You know, this, this was written, it was a psalm of the sons of Korah and, and it was written for the choir director. It was written for Brother Matt. So the Red Star, you can say, okay, it's for Brother Matt. No, it's for all of us. This is your psalm for 2022. God Almighty is with me. What are we going to do about the children? Look at them. Look where they are. Look what they're going through. God is with you. The grandchildren, our job, our health, our nation. What are we going to do? God is with you. Put your trust in Almighty God. It doesn't matter. God Almighty is with you. He keeps you safe and secure. There's one thing about it. As we face 2022, you and I are protected by God himself. You talk about security. It's better than the insurance that says you're in good hands. Because when you look at him and you read his word and you hear it and it really sinks in, you, you stop and you listen. That word seal is like behold. It's important. You know, you can say behold. There's several times that the scripture says behold. Behold. Well, you've got to know what to behold if you're going to behold something. And God's word gives you that. Selah, you've got to know what to calmly and patiently think about. And his word, you can't get any better than what he says. And then he tells us to calmly think about that. Now, next week, I can't tell you how I've enjoyed studying this and how, how much it, it means to me personally. Sister Carol, if there's ever anyone that needs to just be calm, it's me. You need to, you know, you can't scare her. I tried to scare her this week. She just looks at you. 
Neil three times this week has scared me. And I jumped just, oh, Carol's just as calm. You know, you might be made that way. I'm not made that way. I don't know how you're, how you're made. But I'm, I get excited. I, 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 you know, and I need to hear this. I need to hear the voice of God saying, Don, you've heard some bad news this week. Don't think the worst. You know, when something happens, some people think the worst. Don't think the worst. God will take care of you. But as I looked at this, I, I looked at the life of Jesus Christ. And I thought to myself, did he have a sila in his life? And I began, Brother Denny, to look at that, and it just was amazing how many times that Jesus had a selah. Brother Danny would get up early in the morning and go out into a desert place, and there he would have a selah. He would find himself away from the crowd in a quiet place, and there he would have a selah. It really blessed me to see the many times that Jesus Christ was alone, quiet, prayerful. And what happened before he experienced or went into his seal of time, and what happened after that, it's very, very interesting. And if Jesus Christ had to get along, whether it was out in the desert place, whether it was out on the sea, no matter if he had to get along and talk to his father. It's one thing to be along. It's one thing to be quiet. It's something else. What do you do during that quiet time? The Bible speaks often of meditation. Stop. Meditate. Think. Think. What happened before Jesus went into his time of Selah? What happened afterward? That's important. That's interesting to know what happened after he did that. As Brother Matt and the singers come, I want us to take just a moment, if he will, just to, he's, he's going to play a beautiful song, just to play real quietly on that keyboard. And I want us to have some quiet time. Not long. We won't take long. I love the man. Maury's heart. Maury's heart. You see, being raised Pentecostal, you didn't have quiet time in that service. I mean, something had to be going on all the time. And Maury's heart, uh, it would get quite just a few seconds, and then out of a way over there, loud voice, great God Almighty. Some of them thought they were cur he was cursing God, but he won't. He was praising God, but he couldn't stand quiet time. And a lot of people are like that. It bothers them. They've got to have something going all the time. Listen. 
Sing the chorus, girls. Stand and sing it with them. Come on, here we go. It is well with my soul. what will face us this week. I've said that several times, but it's so true. We don't know what tomorrow holds, but we know who holds tomorrow. But I think about one of these incidents with Jesus as he, he took those 11 disciples. He said, come on, boys. He took them to the Garden of Gethsemane. And he said, you wait here while I go yonder. Can you imagine? Can we get just a little glimpse of what was facing Jesus Christ? The crucifixion, a band of soldiers, all of the stuff. He struggled. He struggled. And he came back to the disciples, which... 
he trusted with praying with him and they were asleep. And he woke them and said, come on, boys, pray with me. Pray with me. Stand with me. He goes back, comes back, and he goes back the third time. And there, my friend, he, he had his spiritual tranquility. There he had his breakthrough, so to speak. And then he came back to those sleeping disciples, woke them up and said, you might as well sleep on, boy. It's all right now. Brother Matt, sing that second verse, if you, if you will. Sing it with them. Not in part. Hallelujah. It's nailed to the cross. It's nailed to the cross. today and this be our last Sunday service in this year without having some prayer and some standing or kneeling around the altar and so Brother Matt if you'll sing it the chorus again or another verse whatever but if you will please step out come and stand around the altar or kneel around the altar because God wants to touch your life it is well with my soul
It'll be signed. 